0: with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Confrontation corner. What we got, Jack?
1: Oh, we got a text that says, hey guys, I take pride in my yard and let's just say my neighbor does not. Most of the people on our street do enough to make their yards at least look presentable, but this fella refuses. Mows only when the grass is high enough to hide a small deer and is no stranger to having random junk hang out in the front for about a decade or two. I've had enough, and I want to say something. He's nice enough, but I feel my passion for the subject may turn our friendship to more of an enemy ship. Thoughts?
2: Hmm.
3: Wow. You know, there's...
1: There's always one. There's always one in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) Right. And And if you don't think there is? Then it's you. Yep. Okay. But what do you do about it? Man.
1: Leave a note. Do not do not do this in person I 100% have done that before
4: I'm such a coward, I staple it to their fence Yeah,
1: definitely Take I the was, coward way out and leave a note Nah, what
4: you gotta do no. Is uh, take a deep swallow whoop, And go back inside
3: <laughs> Just do
4: nothing Do nothing oh, Wow,
3: I'm surprised you're saying that man. No,
4: I love confrontation, but only when in my vehicle <laughs> True it, Like there is This is a lose-lose There is nothing worse and I've, for the years we've talked about neighbors on this show yeah. that having an enemy for a neighbor. Yeah. And as soon as you make an enemy, you got an enemy for life. Yeah. There's no recovering after you say, hey, scumbag, yeah. mow your lawn. And I then- mean, you
1: could do it nicer.
4: Sure. Hi, sir. Could you please mow your lawn? He's still going to take personal offense to you addressing something that you don't like.
3: Yeah, you, you wonder, like sometimes, you know, I was thinking about when my daughter was young and her bedroom would be really messy and we'd go, hey, let's help you clean it. I don't think that would
4: work in this case.
3: Here, like, you know, <laughs> I'll
1: bring my mower over. <laughs> if
4: I was the guy with the lawn, I'd be like, sure, I'll be right out. You finish the front, then I may show up. I bet you,
3: I bet you people have done that before. They have actually mowed their neighbor's lawn.
4: Oh, yeah. For
3: hey? sure. Yeah. Hey? But what do you do? You know what? It's true because then once you point this out, then they start looking for things in your life, right?
1: That's the thing. You're opening it it up to being like, all right, fine.
3: Then it gets ugly. You're
1: one screaming match away
4: (laughs) from never wanting to be in your own backyard because you don't want to run into your neighbor ever again. Right. Deal with the long grass.
3: I am surprised you're taking this take.
1: Ma, maybe you've seen this. First text in says, tell him to watch a few episodes of Fear Thy Neighbor before he says anything. There's nothing more dangerous than angry neighbors.
4: Yeah, I, I don't want to go viral for my neighbor throwing eggs at me. Fear Thy Neighbor.
1: i, I got to watch this everything. show. Yeah.
4: Cool.
3: <laughs> All right. What do you think? Confrontation Corner this morning, 780-421-1039.
0: You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: Okay, we got one today. Basically, one neighbor not happy with the other neighbor and their lawn care. just their yard care, I guess. And so they're wondering what they should do.
1: This text says there are bigger issues in this world. Unless he's hiding dead bodies in that grass, stay in your own lane. You got two neighbors.
4: The other neighbor can call in the corpse. (laughs) All right.
1: On the other side, this says do the smart thing and let your resentment build up until you explode on him. It worked out really horrible for me.
4: It's not worth having a bad neighbor no, ever. No.
1: Well, no. this person says, I am at war with my neighbor and I say confront them. <laughs> if they still choose not to do anything, contact bylaw.
3: Oh, yes. Bring in bylaw. This
4: is something, Matt. This is more my style.
0: Yeah. bring it in bylaw. Bring Make, in the
4: teachers. Yeah. Let's like, teacher, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Confrontation yeah, it's that time of year, spring
3: cleanup, and uh, sometimes it brings some confrontation when it comes to neighbors. Jack?
1: And we did get a text from one neighbor that is not pleased with the other. He says his neighbor's not taking care of his yard. He lets his grass grow too long. He lets things hang out for decades, as he says. We uh, are asking, what should he do? This text at 103939 says, My neighbor would mow my lawn because he thought he was helping, but he mows his lawn too short in the summer. He killed my lawn each time he did it, but I decided not to confront him, but I should have. He killed my lawn again, and I saw him outside just as I noticed once again. We are enemies now.
3: <laughs> it's just interesting. All right. What about you, Martin?
5: So I had a very similar issue with uh, with my neighbor. Uh, we got along just fine, but his, his lawn was a disaster. Yes. Yes. And, um, well, I'm Dutch, so whenever I see an opportunity to make some money, I jump at the, at the chance. Okay. So, um, I got my kid to go over there and say, hey, I'm starting a lawn mowing company. Ah.
3: Uh,
5: can... We come and mow your lawn. Now my kid goes over to the neighbor's place and mows the lawn. And for rental of my lawn mower, the kid has to mow my lawn for free.
3: This is brilliant.
5: You have
1: really got this worked out. <laughs> You better I hope, hope no one ever realizes. The okay. Yeah. The yeah. problem is, is my son is two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could bring his Fisher-Price one. That's true. <laughs> there you go. You just have to start early.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just blowing bubbles up the top.
2: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Good morning.
3: Hi, who's this?
2: My name's Jesse.
3: All right, Jesse, confrontation corner. What do you think?
2: Yeah, so we actually got a uh, anonymous note in our mailbox telling us that we were slobs and to do our yard. <gasps> uh, Ooh. Yeah. Back over last summer when COVID was getting like decently serious, we had to quarantine and my boyfriend's best friend lives like two blocks away and they share a mower. So the mower was at his friend's house. So we get this note telling us to mow our lawn. We have no mower. We're quarantined. We can't do anything. We get a second note telling us that we're idiots. Like two days later.
4: Ouch. But like, yep. honestly, you
0: you hear from somebody,
4: my mower's at my friend's
2: house. <laughs> I know,
0: right? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast. 741
3: that means we're 19 minutes away from the Kiss and Cash Cow doing her thing. 780-421-1039 is the number to call if you've got a story for us this morning. What have you taken from your your kids? Or uh, what have they taken from you, I guess? I mean, that's more of what we're, we're, that's the reality of things. Uh, And we're getting some great texts at 103.939.
1: There's so many stories coming in. We will never feel bad about stealing from our parents again. This text says, my son borrowed a skill saw, belt sander, and a jigsaw. I got them back five years later when he gave me brand new ones for my birthday.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. I do have a miter saw my parents had. Yeah, here we go.
1: Yeah, okay. This is going to slowly start trickling out. feel like my mom's going to be
4: using a miter saw. How no. do you
1: know? This text oh, says I have my mom. My mom's <laughs> electric mixer. She's been calling me every couple of days to bring it back, and I just keep forgetting. Why buy when when mom has one?
0: That's a question.
1: Yes. Yeah, sorry, mom. Next time I'll bring it. I swear.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: We're talking about things that uh, your your kids have taken from you.
1: And there's been a lot of stories about dogs being taken from their parents. Like took them, moved out, took the dog.
4: More than anything, Chris wants one of his kids to take his dog. Mm. I
1: think so. (laughs) No,
4: I love my dog. I'm not saying you don't love your dog. Yeah. yeah. But like you love your dog like you'd
1: love I'd like brain. You kid.
3: know what I'd love to do? I'd love to share my dog. That okay. would be that is the ultimate.
4: Ultimate giver, Chris Sheets, wants to share the dog with everybody. <laughs> no,
1: share it <laughs> with my, share
4: it with my children, exactly. Half and halfers. All right,
3: yes. This
1: check says our boys both still live at home, but my husband was looking for his grinder one day. Well, he blamed the boys for using it and not putting it back where it belonged. They're so irresponsible. Why can't they put things back? Well, they both were adamant that they did not touch it. This went on for about two months. And then he remembered that he lent it out to a friend who was doing renos. Nice. Oops, he had to go apologize. <laughs>
3: uh, what about you, Linda?
5: Hi. I just moved my son from small town, Creek, back to Edmonton. And when I went through his stuff, I'm like, Dawson, is this not your dad's toolbox? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, and most of the tools. I'm like, is this not his two-ton jack? Yeah. Yes. I'm like and then I go through his kitchen, I'm like, Dawson, that's my slow cooker. <laughs> yeah. I told you I took it. So.
4: The classic kid defense. I said I did it. Yeah, I told you.
5: <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. Oh,
0: that is now so. Now I want
5: to go to my other kids' place and see what they have.
0: Yeah, I know you probably don't Everything want
5: Everything You're Missing
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack and Matt Podcast. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Tony.
3: Hey, Tony, guess what? You're caller number 10. Oh, yes. All right. Nice. All right. Now, you know how the contest works. I sure do. Again, who knows how much money you can win, but, uh, you know, are you more of a conservative guy, Tony?
5: Well, you know, I've been listening in and the cow has not been too gracious lately.
4: No. No,
3: so,
5: she hasn't.
4: You might yeah, be right.
5: Yeah. May I have to adjust my game
4: plan. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe she's looking to turn it around, though. Wait.
5: Right. Well, that could be.
4: <laughs> I don't want to get you, you, know, confused. you very
5: confused. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Classic Matt move. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just when
3: you thought you knew what was coming, right? Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, let's do this. Let's uh let's get milking. And uh, have you ever milked a cow before? I have. Okay. Well, that's going to be a. Ooh,
1: you know, we're talking benefit. to an experienced man. Yes. Yeah.
3: You've pulled a teeter or <laughs>
1: Chris, that's no personal. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that took a whole different turn.
3: All right, <laughs> let's just move on. Y'all stop when you want to stop, my friend, and hopefully you do that before she goes moo. All right, sounds great. Here we go $58, $59, $97, $120.
2: Three hundred ninety two (laughs) dollars, three hundred ninety six dollars, four hundred seven dollars, four hundred
5: ten dollars,
3: Tony, Tony, Tony.
5: I tell (laughs) you. I See, she's not very nice. To, what are you guys doing to her? I don't know. What well, are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, currently yeah. yeah, my hands are cold. Let's turn. Yeah, let's Aww. let's turn this around
3: and point at you, <laughs> Tony. We're sorry. All right, thanks guys. We, we don't know what else sorry. to say. Uh, Matt's very quiet now. You notice that? I just. Uh, yeah. Thanks,
5: I don't want to take any of the blame.
0: Fault. Too late, Matt.
5: <laughs> I got
0: broad <laughs> shoulders. Hey guys. You're listening to the in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: Jack, you had the crazy story in trending about the beaver that, uh, beavers probably, yeah. there's more Beavers than in
1: BC, a small town. Yeah. They cut out the internet to this town of 900 people because they dug down over three feet, chewed through the wire that had uh, three and a half inches of conduit wire over it. It's crazy. And they only noticed because they started seeing, They obviously the internet went out, but they started seeing pieces of this wire in their dam.
3: Right. Some wacky beavers. Yeah, they're going, okay. You know, it's funny, we were walk uh, riding actually through the River Valley by Fort Edmonton Park along the trail right along the river. And they have a whole bunch of kind of like metal like fencing around a bunch of the trees there because the beavers have pretty much taken everything down. So they got this metal fencing. So maybe they should know that the beavers can go through metal now. They're super beavers.
1: They are. They're vicious. Watch out. So, so our question is,
3: uh, what is animals destroyed?
1: Tracy texts in and says, my dog has destroyed a cedar chest, window frames, door frames, dog beds, the dog crate, four TV remotes, and much more. (laughs) You
4: know... I think it's inhumane to put an animal down, Yeah, but I might consider it. (laughs) After the first remote.
1: Yeah. Twilight texts in and says, my cats knocked over a bed frame that I had leaning against the wall. I was going to put it together. Well, it fell and hit a fish tank. It put a huge hole in the side. There was water running everywhere. Luckily, I was able to quickly catch the fish before they went through the hole in the tank, but I was not impressed.
4: You don't realize how much water is in a fish tank until it all ends up on the floor. Wow. Cats. Cats, yeah, they do. I a know number. what I would do. <laughs> There's no questioning whether Jack's putting a cat down. <laughs> I'm
3: imagining that cat, though, doing that and then waiting with their mouth open just for the fish to come right it, through that it, hole. Kind right?
1: of smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast
3: Animals Destroying Things.
1: Oh, and there are so many. This text says, My cat ruined a 55-inch smart TV, climbed it when I was at school and knocked it over. My St. Bernard, when I got her, she was rescued, used to eat everything. One afternoon, she ate a tub of butter, a paintbrush, a beach towel, a plastic container, another Tupperware, a rope toy... And a plastic ball. She's just helping you
3: downsize. Pepto-bismol.
4: As, as long as that dog isn't eating baseboards and walls and chairs, she's just getting rid of junk, I'm fine. A garburator.
1: Yeah, no kidding. This text says my dog has eaten countless remotes, destroyed three couches, chewed my baseboards, and ate my booster cables that were in the back seat of my <laughs> truck with her. I should have known something was up when she was being so quiet and well behaved on our road trip. Booster I'd, rather take,
4: cables. I'd rather take Beethoven, the paintbrush eating dog. Yeah. And the booster cable dog? Oh, yeah, without a dog.
0: That is, I don't know. that's next level, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chicken fried, there
3: is Zach Brown and the Zach Brown Band. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 827. Uh, Jack had that story about the beavers that uh, basically took the internet down in a small community.
1: Yeah, in BC. And they said, you know, it's amazing what they did. They dug down all the way, down three feet, got through the conduit wire... They really wanted to destroy things. And it seems like we have a lot of animals that are destroying things. A text at 103939. One of our dogs ate my husband's Fitbit. Well, we found the clasp on a dog bed and my husband panicked that the battery was in one of the dog's belly. Well, we were flying to Disney the next day. So feeling like we couldn't take the chance and leave the dog with our dog sitter without knowing, well, we fished out $700 to get all three of our dogs x-rays at an after hours clinic. Nobody had the battery in their belly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at least you'd have the peace of mind.
4: <laughs> the shame the other two dogs felt had. Yeah. Him. <laughs> oh, that is so good. That's one way to ruin a trip to Disneyland without a doll.
3: No. All right, John. So you're from Nelson. You were living in Nelson, B.C. at the time. You went on a vacation, and uh, the person that was watching your place called and said, you better come back home because...
5: Walked in the house, and it was a, a bear. I got in the kitchen, and it had come through a window in the living room that we left open. And my wife had a baking business where she did croissants and muffins and especially chocolates in the coffee shops in Nelson. Well, that first night, the bear ripped off the door to the fridge and cleaned out the fridge completely, and the freezer.
4: <laughs> oh, what did it get into?
5: Mayonnaise, and ketchup, and mustard, and everything that was in the fridge and the freezer. Sure.
1: I've been there. And it also
5: got all the dog food. A big, oh, no. big bag of dog food. Then, it went out through the kitchen window and broke some antiques on its way out. Oh, no. So, I called the game warden. he came over, and he set up a trap in the front yard, and put some tuna in there, and said, all right, It'll be taken care of tomorrow. I called the uh, cleanup service. They came out and started. We stayed in a hotel in town that night. Next morning, I go out at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm an early riser to see if they caught the bear. They didn't catch the bear. The house was three-story on the back, two-story on the front, and I had scaffolding there where I was finishing the stucco on the house. And the bear crawled up the scaffolding and went through the (laughs) library window and then got into her baking pantry. (laughs) Got a five-gallon bucket of salting raisins, 10 kilograms of Calibo chocolate, uh, powdered sugar, brown sugar, just made a mess of the baking kitchen and uh, uh, went out through another window. The game warden came back that day. They moved the trap to the back of the house. The next morning, I go back to the house, and of course, the cleaning staff had already come to start to clean the second day, (laughs) went back the next morning, and this bear had got a hold of the steel French doors that led out into the basement, out of the basement the walk out, bent the door, and went back in again, and just destroyed the kitchen just looking for anything and everything that night they caught the bear it was amazing how how much damage in total about thirty thousand dollars
3: Whoa! wow yeah that bear was living his best life he eh? sure was
5: yeah and the insurance company took it as one incident not three lucky it was really nice (laughs) that's (laughs)
0: incredible
4: hashtag treat yourself black
0: bear (laughs) you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
3: I
4: mean, we're socially distanced.
3: Uh, in the three of us in separate rooms, and uh,
1: we don't know, even see each other some mornings.
3: No, just just on Facetime. <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically, uh, we, you know, it's, it's just like most everywhere else in the world that uh, we we are required to to wear masks when we come into the radio station. And once we get into our, our our desk space, so to speak, mm-hmm. we can take our masks off. And uh, so I came in this morning, like I've done for many many mornings, and uh, never thought much about it. And then went for my seven thirty pee break. And I went to grab my mask to put it on to go for my pee break. And I'm like, I don't have a mask. This is the first day that I came in and completely forgot to put my mask on as I left my vehicle.
4: It's incredible that this hasn't hasn't happened before. Yeah, it's true. It's
3: actually a miracle. It really is. I'm proud of you. But now I'm kind of trapped here. I don't know what to do. I like how do I go get my mask? I maybe have. Do I have to
4: technically send Matt out to get my mask, but then Matt touches it and then I have to go give it to you, right? And you're not. I think what you got to do is take off your pants and wrap them around your face. Yes.
1: I don't want to see that. I think you just have to live here forever. (laughs) You're stuck here now.
4: Have you guys ever gotten caught without a mask? No, not of late. Usually, like. I think a lot of people have this problem. There's usually one surgical mask that's been used a few too many times where you can always slap that bad boy
1: on
3: yes. The, yes in an emergency. Yes.
4: It's the backup, right?
1: That's the thing. You probably
4: have one in your purse, Jack.
1: I do actually have a couple. You know what? I have some kids masks if you would like. Okay.
4: <laughs> the only time I've been caught without a mask, it wasn't me. It was my son. We went to get kitty litter. On an emergency basis. Yeah, And I forgot his mask. And I'm like, I put an adult one on. Okay, That was just comically.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody (laughs) saw
1: his entire face. (laughs) Yeah,
4: It didn't work out for him.
1: I could probably
3: put a mask, a surgical one, fold it up and put it in my wallet as a backup. You know, I don't know. Your wallet doesn't
0: need any more stuff.
1: (laughs) And I I don't really know if that. Is sanitary. (laughs) With all the cards. I don't know if it would be good.
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
3: Uh, yes, I, uh, for the first time uh, since this whole thing started, uh, when we were required to wear masks here in the radio station, I completely forgot to put my mask on this morning and I came in the station. Just uh, no big deal, whatever. And uh, then I realized, uh-oh, I'm now here without one. But apparently what we've got Adara, who works at the front. What is that called? First impression? Specialist. Specialist. You got it. She just texted and said, we have some at the front reception for backup, just for people like you.
4: Now, thinking about it, it's pretty incredible that you made it all the way in without realizing you didn't have a mask. Because the way we go in, yeah. you literally can't see through the windows of the door because they're smattered with COVID posters.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. There's like, where's your mask? Join <laughs> us when you have a if mask. You're sick.
4: Are you wearing, Are you you a, wearing mask? a mask? Did you tell everybody that you're coming to work? Did you fill
1: out the survey? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris,
4: take he comes. But anyway, I'm not alone.
1: No, this says, of course, you guys, I have several masks and I do keep them washed, but don't hate me because i'm better
4: you are better than us that yep. is true 100
1: 100%, 100%. we were wondering about like okay how many times can you use those disposable masks apparently once they lose effectiveness after 15 minutes of use or once they become moist from your breath or sweat
4: but like in gray's anatomy when they're doing brain surgery for eight hours they wear the same mask hey, for a long
1: time you're right
4: do they we don't know it, that's not real matt <laughs> <laughs> says you it is in my mind okay got it All right.
1: Chris from Sturgeon County says, complete opposite for me. I will look for my mask everywhere when I want to leave my desk. And then I realize, oh, I've had it on all morning.
3: Oh, it's like the person that's wondering where their
4: glasses are. Exactly. Yeah. Chris has done that too.
0: (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking this morning about money pits, where did this
4: come from? Do you guys... It was just remember? listening to you for the past few months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> complaining about this? Yeah, it was just like, yeah. Chris is talking about his projector and the amount of bulbs he's got. That's from. right. Literally, that is your money pit. Every all province right. in China has sent him a bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and then his hot tub. He opens it up. He's standing there naked. No water. No gotta water. dump it. some money yeah, into that.
1: You're all just right. making it rain all over your house.
3: That's right. <laughs> and ironically, I think the... the, the definitely the money pit for 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 me is the river boat. Mm-hmm. Uh it is uh it's it's awesome. The, the three or,
4: been, hey. three
3: or four times a guy uses it a year, <laughs> but I, I wish it was more than that. But uh it, it, it can get very very costly. In fact, you know what boat stands for, right? No. Bust out another thousand. Oh. <laughs> bankruptcy on a trailer <laughs> there's all sorts of different they do say acronyms. the
4: two best days in a boat owner's life is when they pick up the boat yeah. and they sell it
3: yeah exactly
1: you guys are really selling boats here <laughs> good job yeah what's your money Pitjack? Uh, I'd have to say it's our family money pit. And there's two things that belong to my husband, his truck that he always seems to be fixing on something and he always needs to get a part and watch a YouTube video on how to install it. (laughs) And then the other one would definitely be his quad that he bought for himself last year without asking me, took it out for one rip and the clutch fell out, broke. I don't know what the term is. Right. (laughs) So now it has a brand new clutch and hopefully this year... It'll be fixed. So I think I was fun. on a
4: walk with you, Jack, when Bob's like, "I got a quad. It's such a good deal.":
1: No, that was the little quad he oh. bought for, so yeah, he's also buying quads for the kids. <laughs> also money pits. Let me tell you.
3: and wisely he waited till he was with others before he shared that every information, time right?
1: every time in front of company.
4: Yeah, what's your money pit, Matt um, ever heard of uh Steam, Chris, or Jack? steam steam it's a platform on the computer in which you buy video games okay no matt we. Have not. <laughs> <laughs> i ask questions i know the answers uh definitely my computer and uh steam sales yeah i buy video games i've probably spent in the past i don't know 10 years oh well over five to six thousand dollars on video games must be nice <laughs> all right, you're buying boats and hot That's tubs. That's a hot tub, tub, Matt. Yeah, that is. I F- hate hot tubs, though. and I love video <laughs> games.
3: You like your steam in different ways. Well, the problem is, is like, and then
4: you look at your Steam account. And it shows the list of all the games you have, and you're like, "Well, I put two minutes into that game, five into that. Yeah, I spent forty on each." No wonder you have no money. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is not supposed to be Matt's an idiot. You both <laughs> spend money on quads and boats,
1: not by choice. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about money pits this morning, and...
1: Evan texts into 103939 and says, Camping and hiking gear is definitely my money pit. I have probably spent about $4,000 in the last six months, including a $900 two-person tent, a $500 camping quilt. In fact, I am walking into Cabela's right now. $900? You walk in there, and you want to be a camper.
4: Yes. True. Yes. $900 for a tent, though. That's a little ludicrous if you ask me. Uh, Maybe I'll change my money pit to my tent trailer because that's very quickly becoming
5: (laughs) something I'm (laughs) thinking going to. And lots of
1: people saying they're crafting. Karen says, my money pit is my crafts. Agnes agrees. She says, my money pit? Crafting supplies. Knitting, crocheting, painting, sewing, cross-stitching. I've got supplies for it all, and I am constantly looking for more stuff to add to my stockpile because you can never have too much.
3: Now, as long as you use it, it's not a money pit, right?
1: Yeah, you How'd ever you walk know? into a
3: Michael's and you're like, "How is
4: this place still around?" Like,
1: it is people like this. That and
4: have you seen the prices? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they're very reasonable, are they? They're extremely reasonable. Oh, just thought I checked. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: This deck says, "My money pit is my kids' mm-hmm. food, clothing, shoes, and sports. It never ends."
4: Chris, you've had kids uh, from birth to leaving the house. <laughs> yes. What's the most expensive bit?
3: What's the most expensive? Bit? Yeah,
4: what what what,
1: what do we have to look
3: forward to as parents? Oh man, I mean sports adds up depending on what they do, right? I guess I mean you're too just, high level athletes. There's <laughs> there's cheap sports, but uh, I mean I may obviously,
1: get to off scot free on that one. <laughs>
4: education, obviously, right? Oh, I mean, my kids are dumb. I'm okay with that. <laughs> 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 That's a joke. I love my children. They're they got their mother's smarts. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> they are. Your kids are very talented, Matt. Yes. and brilliant. So, so, so far. Get so. ready. Get ready. Get ready. Yes. Okay. Uh, we've got Devin on the line. And Matt, you were talking about your money pit being gaming and video games. And uh, uh, basically,
4: there's a video aggregator. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a platform on which you go and buy all your video
5: games. It's called Steam. It's okay. on online.
3: And you're not the only one because Devin is on the line and you're also addicted.
5: It's, it's a borderline addiction. I'll go with that. A borderline
3: addiction, how many video games do you have on Steam?
5: Uh like nine hundred
1: and eighty five. Give or take? Yeah, give or take, you know, it goes
5: it goes up most days i'd hate to see,
4: i'd hate to see if you were severely addicted <laughs> <laughs> and like normally you can get a video game on steam depending on your timing for pretty cheap like sometimes a buck sometimes five bucks okay but even at 900 plus games you've spent uh well over several thousand dollars
5: yeah that that's probably fair <laughs> now how many of
4: those games have you actually played
5: maybe like 30
1: okay
5: <laughs> oh no why it's, you, you see the sale, and it's like, you know what? I might play that one day, and then you buy it because obviously it's on sale, so there's that logic there. You, you can't afford not just, to buy it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it'd it be a poor decision not to buy it, and then, yeah, <laughs> it just kind of sits there uninstalled, and, and you look at it every now and then, like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try that.
1: Kind of sounds like a bad decision to buy some of these games. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. He will not buckle,
3: <laughs>
4: even though he hasn't played
3: them. <laughs>